You're listening to the A episode, which features the subway, a third of the sections in our show. We ask our guests to ride the subway and comment on popular memes, deliver some PSAs for men and women, confess some L's that they took recently, put on blast the people who fucked up in their lives lately, and tell us about their passion and how they're surviving their hustle in the New York City jungle. Have fun. We sure did. Yeah, y'all already know. What, what? <laughs> Sony Music, Janae Brown left her seat at the table to build a new table under the roof that is now B2P Agency. That's Brown to Perfection. Janae is a marketing and event specialist that will not only help your brand become great, but help you become the best version of yourself. And who can argue with that? Tune in. We get into Janae's story from beginning to present. We get some dental updates from me. And we dive into the update on Alicia D's fitness with a dosage of much more. What up, everybody? It's your boy DJ SJ614, and you are listening to The New York Dose. What's up, everybody? It's Alicia D, your September guest host, and today we have Janae Brown. Hey, guys. This is Janae Brown, owner and founder of Brown's Perfection Agency, a marketing and events agency based in New York City, but we also do work in Philadelphia, Atlanta, D.C., etc. Yes! Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> the New York Dose is a weekly podcast run by a team of multicultural millennials bringing you pop culture chit-chat, current events, and a dose of New York City. This show is comprised of three sections that are broken up into smaller segments. The main sections are the subway, Empire State of Mind, and Times Square. If you hear anything you like, use the hashtag TNYD or mention us at the New York Dose so we can converse with you. Or you can call and text us at 520-815-6670 and leave us a voicemail or text message that we will air on our next episode during our Dose Mail segment. Again, that's 520 520- Eight one five six six seven zero, and if you ain't catch that, rewind this shit. So we're gonna dive into our first section of the show. This is the subway. The segments in this section correlate with the New York City MTA subway line. Since we have a guest, we're gonna make her ride our subway line, transferring from train to train, starting with the G train. Oh, so man. this is the guest train. This is all about you. Janae, tell us about yourself. Who are you? Where are you? Okay. Um, how did we meet? Okay. You can yes. Do it. We got it. Yes. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, my name is Janae Brown. How much time do I got? I feel this is just go tense. Okay. <laughs> Say what's on your heart. My name is Janae Brown. Derek and I went to high school together, actually. So I've known him for a very long time. He's always been this funny. Just oh, I know. He's always been this fly, too. Stop um, it, stop but it. yeah, so I have a marketing and events agency, Brown to Perfection Agency. So we help artists, brands, companies, et cetera, um, you know, kind of figure out their brand and marketing strategy, but we also produce events. So, you know, that could mean anything. Uh, but, you know, we do all, all, the co- all the cool stuff, the experiential marketing, and that's what I do. I'm from Harlem. 
Yes, come on, Harlem girl. My favorite color is Bahama blue. <laughs> yes. Uh, Describe Bahama blue. <laughs> so I don't know if you've ever been to the Bahamas or at mm-hmm. least just seen the brochures. You okay, know that yes. specific blue water? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's really that blue when you go there. So that's my favorite color ever since. I used okay. to be like, oh, turquoise, but no, 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 no. no, no. It's like Specifically that blue. That blue. <laughs> I'm here that for blue. it. Yeah. I, I'm so here for it. Um, so now I recently bumped into you last was it winter was it winter time yes isn't it, that crazy like, it was like i don't know like it was still cold I it was that. cold it, it was cold as fuck supposed to be but it was cold right because hello um but yeah it was like some cold season or area of the month and you were hosting or like throwing a party at oh, output nightclub yes so i was doing actually a um a album release event for this artist named Civil from Brooklyn. Um, the project was called B26. So we did, I put together an album release event for him there. We had um, Bedside Fish Fry. <laughs> we wanted to make it really super Brooklyn. Love That's it. why we were at Output. And um, yeah, he had a lot of people come through and perform with him that were on the project, like Nitty Scott MC. Shout yeah. out to Nitty. I love Shout that. out to Nitty, who my co host Adelise dances for her. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. see, awesome. See mm-hmm. that? Good people. Right. Um, we had some live art by my guy Brent, and it was just a really good night. People yes. came out. He, you know, he also previewed his video, mm-hmm. and I ran into you. Yes, yes, it was super dope. Um, I want to know where did the name? I mean, it, it seems kind of obvious, but maybe <laughs> you have a background story behind it. But yes. where did Brown to Perfection? How did that come come about? So, well, my last name is Brown. Mm -hmm. Um, and I originally, this wasn't an agency. It was more like just like a platform and I wanted it to be like a resource for artists, brands, people who are, you know, just getting out of school and trying to figure out what they want to do, like a career resource, um, in general and business and in entertainment. I, for some reason, thought that I was going to be running a blog. I don't even like to update my Instagram, so that (laughs) would have been a joke, right? Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I was trying to figure out what I wanted to embody. And so then I don't honestly, it just came to me. I mean, I do marketing for a living. So Mm -hmm. you got to kind of be quick on your feet with that kind of stuff. And you kind of just go through a bunch of different things. So you figure out what sounds the best and really works. Um, But I was like, okay, brown to perfection. Like, I, you know, the idea is basically, you know, becoming the best version of yourself. Like, that's my mantra. So it's a lot of taking, though, I didn't want it to be you know, about kind of recreating yourself instead of it being more about taking what's already great about you and maximizing the potential of it. So yes. that's what I do with my clients. That's what I do with my resources that are just for the everyday person. Um, you know, I do a lot of things regarding wellness and, you know, kind of like inspirational things and, you know, mental health and all that good stuff. Aside from like the business and marketing yeah. advice and then the actual clientele, that's when I'm like the most creative because it's like we're really going to say, okay, what's good about you? What are your strengths? And right. then how can we, you know, kind of package it properly to put it out to the masses? So that's where the name came from. And I'm actually very, you know, anybody who knows me well, like the perfection part makes sense because mm-hmm. I'm a little bit of a stickler about that type okay. of stuff. And so, you know, I want a little, just a little just bit. A little you know, bit. A little bit it's always the ones that's like, uh, it's a little bit a little, the like, behind what? the scenes. That's the wrong right. color blue. <laughs> right. 
but yeah, so, and also when you think about cooking, I was like, oh, when you're browning something, mm-hmm. there's nobody can tell you how to brown something or when something is just right. You just know when you right. know, you know exactly. what I mean? So, you know, you do as much as you can. And then when you know, you know, you got it. So that's where the name comes from. That's a good question. A lot of people don't ask that. Thank you. Thank I have a question you. about, I guess, if you could sum up like the ethos of your brand, like in mm-hmm. three words, what words would you use to say this is brown? Ooh, okay. Uh, authenticity. Mm. Anomaly. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of the word. It's a word that means uh, it's creativity, but it's a, a new form of creative, innovative. Ah, there we go. At, go to Boom. Cool. See? See? Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Hello. Yes. Got to talk yourself through it. I love it. All right. I like that. Um, so now I know you for, um, you know, when we like first met, first met, you were, correct me if I'm wrong, because I've been fucking up on everybody lately, <laughs> um, but you were a drama major. No. no, Tommy. No. Vocal. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Okay. <laughs> yes. But I had friends. The crazy thing, my friend group was so mixed that people would always get confused because it was like two, three of us were drama, four of us were vocal, three of us were, and it was like a pack of fifteen of us. So yeah. you, and we all acted a fool. So you Rolling just can't tell. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and for those major. of you that um can't pick it up, so Janae and I went to <laughs> Talent Unlimited High School, which is also where Adeloso is from. And which seems like truly unlimited talent. Like <laughs> y'all stay with a classmate on this app. We really do. Is this you know we shout we, out to the school for filling that out. Um, <laughs> right? Out here. Um. So I want to know what, where on your path did it transition from vocal to marketing, okay. or was there even a transition? Have they um just like join hands or like what what's up so marketing is a funny thing because I feel like it's something that I've always kind of been good at but just didn't know that's what it was right I was always the idea person and even with event production I'm all, I was always the friend who was planning okay what are we gonna do how are we doing it how are we gonna finesse like that's Speak always it. been me um organizing different things, being involved in everything that's happening growing up. When I was, you know, a kid, I used to throw these pool parties in my grandmother's backyard with my cousins, and I'd come up with the snack list. I'd get the budget together, which is money from my grandfather. Hello. Go to, you know, send whoever to which store. Like, okay, these are the games we're going to play. We got what's the music we're going to listen to. Like, it was always a thing, but I just never thought about it until college. So from high school, you know, I was a vocal major, and then I ended up going to Five Towns College for uh, – actual vocal performance and my minor was in business management music business because I figured you know I'm still songwriting still singing you know okay cool but I want something to kind of I guess fall back on mm-hmm. that makes sense and I want to know the business if I'm going to be in it I'll go off first semester I was like all right I've been singing my whole life I'm a little tired of sheet music mm-hmm. I don't need to pay people money to teach me how to sing and then I was starting my business classes and I just kind of fell in love with it. I was having more fun with that than sitting at the piano. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to switch this around. I'll take chorus and stuff as an elective. Like if I really want to pursue music, I could do that whenever I want. Um, and yeah, it kind of took off from there. And then my junior year, but it's crazy because in high school still, towards the end, I was in, I went to Harlem Children's Zone, shout out to Harlem Children's Zone, wow. after school program, and there was a music class. Uh, the teachers and the mentors were P1 
people who have been in the music industry work for several labels. One was a, a prominent songwriter. One was a, a you know a tour manager. The other one was the A&R for like Bad Boy and stuff like that. Oh. And so I was writing music, but they were also teaching me the game. Like they were you know giving me stories, giving me insight into like you know how it really works. So they kind of like birthed this like re- this zeal in me to like really be in the business. Yeah. And so then you know fast forward, college happens. I'm like you know what I like this. <laughs> and so I still didn't know it was marketing though I think I, I just was like but that's what I was gravitating towards that's right. what I would be reading I used to like people it's crazy because people knew me to be like you know fun partying and doing a lot of stuff but I was also really about my business right. like I am now mm-hmm. so I would literally take Forbes go be reading Forbes on the lawn like everybody's drinking hungover and I'm like okay cool well, I'm taking my laptop and I'm just on the grass reading They're like what are you doing I'm like oh, I'm reading Forbes they're like all right Janae whatever we're leaving you alone <laughs> <laughs> you got so, it you got it um, and then I was president of student activities at school. Mm-hmm. So I was doing like 66 events per semester. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's a lot. Crazy. Yeah. So what school did you go to, by the way? Five Towns College right, in right, Long right. Island. Um, it's a private school mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere. We have a lot of fun. It's in the middle. So, I mean, it is. Dix Hills, New York. Like, if somebody grew up in New York City and then you tell them Dix Hills, they're like, what? Right. I mean, I know. But I went to school out in Long Island. So I'm you very did? familiar what with Dix Hills. You go to? I went to Long Island Lutheran in Brookville, which is even more yeah. obscure. But mm. Dix Hills is St. Anthony's. Like, things are out there. That's just where the money is. Though. Hey, hello. <laughs> yeah, it's like nothing yeah. but mansions and grass. I'm like, that's all right, true. that's cool. I can see it. But yeah, so then I interned at Sony Music um, in the marketing department, urban marketing at RCA mm-hmm. Records. And I think that's when it really clicked. Uh, my initial interview with the HR people at Sony, they just kind of asked me, you know, what. I was into, and I think they kind of figured out that marketing would be a good place. Mm-hmm. Um, they recommended it was like promo or marketing. Promo side is a more, you know, dealing with radio and stuff like that. And so they were like, you know, what would you prefer? And they were like, well, you know, which label would you want to go to? And so I, I chose. And then it ended up being perfect. They were like, okay. They were like, you're, you're, you're the idea girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So um, I learned so much there. Shout out to John Engel, who was my supervisor. Yeah. I love John to this day. Um, he taught me so much. I don't know if he knows how much he taught me just by letting me, you know, do some of the work that he was doing in mm-hmm. the department. And then they would have us do these rebranding projects on artists on the roster. And then, I don't know, next thing I knew, I was like leading the team of interns and then I broke my ankle mm. three weeks before graduation. And I was sad because I was like, okay, I'm not going to get a job now because I have to stop interning. They had said, oh, you can come back in the summer. We don't care. And then I was like so destroyed. And I told them, they were like, okay, so how long is it going to be broke? And I was, like, oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I have to do bed rest. Over they were like, okay, cool. Come when it's fixed. I was like, really? They were like, uh, yeah. I was yeah. like, wow. So then I did that. And then I ended up... Uh, landing a job at another label but still at sony because they didn't have room at columbia records mm-hmm. so that's how i got into marketing and then i just mm-hmm. never left wow yeah that's it's, just, it's my thing it's definitely my thing one thing just bled into another that's amazing mm-hmm. um how does one become a client of brown to perfection so you shoot me an email or dm me which i don't like but <laughs> i'll tell you to shoot me an email right. <laughs> um yeah, you just reach out. I mean, I work with a bunch of different clients on different scales. If you're somebody who, an artist with like a full team and, you know, 
because there's a bunch of different things I need mm-hmm. you to have in order right. for the plan I put together to work, right. then, you know, that's one thing. But I also do, you know, more recently, I wasn't really saying anything about it at first. It was like case by case basis. But now I do this thing called branding coaching calls. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not me taking you on as a full everyday client, but basically I get on the phone with you every week for about 30 minutes and I help you, you know, come up with a plan for your brand. You just have to implement and follow it. Um, So I check on, I work with artists, I work with podcasts, I work with, you know, clothing brands, you know, it doesn't matter who TV shows, like doesn't matter who it is or what it is. It's just about, you know, do you really believe in what you're doing? And then I'll help you come up with how to, you know what I mean? How to do it. If there's any resources I have, I'll, you know, relay those to you. Um, And I just really try to help people solidify their brand. And a big thing for me is that I want to teach you how to do as much of it yourself as possible. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're all about bringing the horse to the to the pond. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't make you drink, but I'd like you to. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and I just always want if, let's say, you know, the indie space is really hard being a creator of any kind in this day and age. And I know that, you know, you working with me as an investment, if it ever comes a time where you can't do that or if, I'm moving in a different direction with my business and I can't, I don't want you to be stuck. I don't want to be like, damn, okay, what do I do now? I want you to be able to still, you know, keep it moving, whether we decide we want to keep working with each other or not. So that's like my, I'm a very like want to help everybody kind of person. So that's my way of doing that as much as I can. Um, Speaking of, you know, so like, you know, this is like one note, you know, like you actually care about what happens to your clients Mm-hmm. after you move on maybe from like a specific project um earlier you were talking about how like you kind of like dive into like the mental health of them as well and mm-hmm. like things like that so you really have like a general like affection for the people that you work yeah, with yeah i always say my two passions like my biggest passions are music and people mm. so and i think that's why i'm in marketing as well because it's really just about the people it's about how do we make mm-hmm. people understand what we're doing how do we make them how do we make people understand that they need what they don't know they need you know what i mean everything's targeted of course like different types of people like different things different demographics but essentially marketing is about people it's how you make people feel what you know what do you make them think about a certain thing so and on that note mm -hmm. i think music is too yes yeah so i'm just a people person i think my purpose really is to show people who they are oh like that is it took me a while to figure that out but i think no matter what it is whether i'm your friend whether it's a quick conversation with somebody I don't even know, mm-hmm. it's just that's always kind of what it turns into. So I'm just figuring out, or I've been figuring out how to make that work yeah. in line with like my passions. So. That's amazing. You're doing a lot of, Thank you. a lot of stuff. You're doing a lot of really um, cool stuff. Um, my favorite thing that you said, which might be the title of this episode, is that um, you said nobody can tell you how to brown something, mm-hmm. and I think that I think that's kind of like a statement for kind of just like us too you know what i mean like in this day and age Mm -hmm. and what we're going through right now i I feel like there's a lot of people in the past that have tried to tell us how to be us and how to Mm -hmm. take up spaces and in rooms and and minimalize our space and that kind Mm -hmm. of thing and i think it all comes down to like 
Nobody can tell you yeah, how to brown. You know, you okay? know when it's yeah. right. You know what I'm saying? Like they can help. They can help you because it's a lot. I think being a creator too, you're in it. Your mm-hmm. hands are dirty. You can't right. see everything that's around you. Right. You know what I mean? So somebody can try and help you bring those things out, but essentially, you know when it's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what's so. right for you isn't going to be right for the other person. Exactly. But both those things. What's are still for you right. is for you. Hello, hello. So. What is the future of Brown to Perfection? What do you see? Ooh, this is like, I get so excited about this. Um, so definitely um, want to continue to grow the agency. Um, expanding right now, you know, beginning to work. I'm already beginning to work with bigger clients and larger companies. So that's really exciting. Congratulations. Um, I want to thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to develop a team. So I'm in that phase and just... A big thing for me is putting people where they want to be, where Mm -hmm. they're doing things that they're good at, they're learning, they're not feeling bogged down. So the future is definitely a, you know, a full agency with an actual office. I already have the sketch laid out (laughs) for that. Um, And yeah, that's pretty much the plan. So it'll always be us having, you know, clients, consulting clients, whether it's like a record label, music company, you know, and different projects under that, or if it's like, okay, Sephora needs me to figure out a huge experiential event for, you know, what they have planned coming in the first quarter. So that's what I'm doing actually literally right now. Not with Sephora, but with companies, you know, and it's just everything. What I do love about my company is that I'm not limited. Mm. That's something that as a person I don't enjoy. And so it isn't, it's very strange. Once you understand what I do, it makes sense. So mm-hmm. I have people like, for example, I'm getting ready to do a, a cocktail fundraiser for this program in Brooklyn that um, teaches kids how to code and works. in it. So that's one thing. And so I'm bringing my creativity to that space. Right. I'm bringing, you know, how I plan things to that space. And then, OK, next quarter, I have some clients at a record label. I'm, OK, you know, that's straight up and down working with, you know, rappers or singers. So it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I pretty much, you know, just go. It's not really about what the project is. It's about if I believe that I can make a difference with it. That's amazing. I'm so here for it. Um, for anybody that might just be starting out on this path of like marketing and things like that, what advice would you give to them? Um, just what I was going to ask. Yes. <laughs> learn. I would say definitely learn. Learn as much as you can and don't ever stop learning. I don't think I know enough. I don't think I can ever know enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and in order to be good at marketing, you have to know what's going on. Because, again, it's about people. And you need to know the climate. You need to know what's new. You need to know what's tried and true, what's old. I think it's not something – it's something that even if you're naturally good at it, you still need to do a certain level of education. Get your hands dirty. It's about experience. There's no book that can teach you about marketing. I mean, unless you want to just do straight up and down numbers. But Mm -hmm. to me, that's just, that's more like marketing research, analytical data, like, which that's important too. But I think that you really, really take the time to do the education, take the time to work on projects, work with other people. Um, Yeah, because there's some people who studied, you know, nursing and they end up in marketing it's really like you got it or you don't kind of thing but to sustain those skills you need to do some sort of education in a field i would say is there anything you would go back and tell if you could go back and tell yourself when you're just starting out anything you would go back and tell her hmm 
That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would tell myself to be a little less timid mm-hmm. in some, there's some specific times where I think I was a little afraid of, I guess, my light in a sense. Mm-hmm. And it's the conversation I end up having with people a lot, especially women, um, just about walking in it. I can be, or you know, used to be, I guess, a little shy in a sense, but I have a lot to offer. And I notice no matter how much I try to hide that, it seeps out anyway. Mm-hmm. So you might as well stop suppressing yourself and just walk in, you yes. know, what you bring to the table. So I think that's what I would tell her. Awesome. 100%. Like, you got this, sis. Yes, <laughs> I love it. And on that note, can you tell everybody where they can find you? Yes. Uh, my social media, Twitter and Instagram is Janae Brown, J-U-N-A-E brown like the color uh and my agency pages are the letter b the number two p agency and brownperfection.com yes love it love it love it well we are not done with janae just yet we're gonna transfer over to the two train this is two for your mistakes so we want to know if there's any one or thing that fucked up in your life recently (laughs) you get to put them on blast Air it out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, then you ask right. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't put them on blast. You know, you can protect the innocent um, with Nate. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Nah, I can put them on blast without um, messing this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not super recent, but a couple of months ago, I took a chance on working with a client. Um, and, you know, I am very much invested in the empowerment and progression of young people, Mm -hmm. young people of color, and definitely women of color. Hello. And so I think that I kind of ignored some of my initial concerns to try and help in that space and bring things to the table. And you know what? They ended up just not really holding up their end of the bargain. Wow. And so it sucks. Yeah. But I think it was definitely a learning experience for me. And, you know, now I get to go through my first lawsuit. So. Oh, wow. Cool. Look. But I would say it's a mistake. And when you're young and you have a new business, right. I think, and you're passionate about what you mm-hmm. do and about people, I think that you have to be very careful with, Choosing who you're going to work with and yep. what you put up with and just even I always have my things airtight, like business wise. But even then, you know what I mean? And sometimes you might get burned, but you just got to know every time I walk into a project and before the, the actual project is finished, I know what I want to do differently already. And That's I think as long as you're continuing to learn and you're not making the same mistake twice, hello. then you're good. I love that. I agree. Um, we're going to transfer over to the three train. This is three for me. This is any epiphany that you've had recently. Hmm. Epiphany. Maybe two. Mm-hmm. One is that um, I'm really doing this, I think. <laughs> like, I'm really doing this and this is the thing. And I say that because even when things, I notice when things aren't going exactly how I want them to go or on the pace that I want them to go on, I'm still doing it. Yes. Mm -hmm. And like, I still love it genuinely. So I think I'm definitely, this is the right thing. I think I went through a a space, especially early on in the beginning, um, where I was kind of concerned, like, should I be doing this? Should Mm. I just go? Like, you know, your resume is good. Like, you could go do something else. Like, you don't have to put yourself through this process. 
but no, I would wouldn't rather be doing anything else. So I would say that's a recent epiphany. Those are those are the blurts, the blurts getting at you. Um, <laughs> that's dope. Yeah. We're gonna transfer over to the five train. This is five for guys. We want to know what PSA do you have for the men out there in the world, <laughs> or maybe the man in the studio with you. <laughs> Shout outs. Nothing Shout outs. is off limits. Okay, <laughs> so I mean the PSA to the man in his studio. Hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't be so hype yet. Right. You don't know what I'm about to say. <laughs> is that I love you and thank you so much. For for um, being such a solid presence mm. in my life and during this process. Um, I think being with somebody who's doing something like this, he has his own endeavors as well, but I think in general, just it's definitely like a process. That's the key. It's not like an easy one, two, three thing all the time. So mm. I appreciate you. That's awesome. Um, PSA to the guys out there, though, stop being raggedy. I just feel Ooh. like... <laughs> I just, you know, I have a lot of friends and they tell me sometimes about the things that one, they tolerate and just the, the just the, pre- the presentation or the lack thereof with men out there sometimes, it just really sucks. And we're living in a world where, you know, women bring a lot to the table by themselves. Mm. So you're an extracurricular activity. Go the fuck you off. Know what I mean, so don't, you know, bring... Just don't bring negativity into her space. And if you're going to try and enter a woman's space, especially a woman that's doing her thing, come correct. Like, mm-hmm. don't be out here trying to waste people's time. That's right. Here for it. Let's transfer over to the six train. This is six for chicks. What PSA do you have for the ladies out there? Listen, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Just know, know your worth. You know what I mean? And focus on you and make sure that at the end of the day, no matter what you're doing or who you're bringing into your space, that you are good. I think that we, you know, women inherently are taught to be, you're caring, so you're caring for people constantly, and I think that it kind of teaches you to put yourself second Mm. and Mm -hmm. do not. Put yourself first. And that doesn't mean you're being selfish. It means you're, I call it self-preservation. Like you need to you know, invest in yourself, know you, get to know you before you try to, I think, save, quote unquote, anyone else. Like, take the time to invest in yourself. Women are so amazing. We're so multifaceted. Like, we are literally the most incredible things walking this this earth. So I feel like take time to explore that woman and, you know, figure out who you are and flourish in it. I love it. Um, normally we would transfer over to the L train where this is where you would tell us a lesson that you learned but I think you told us that a little (laughs) bit earlier (laughs) so we're gonna skip that train and hop on over to the W train and tell us what win you've had recently Hmm, what win I've had recently Uh, I can't let me think okay you can be vague if you have to tiptoe around it Um, I would say one one is uh, me and my partner, Kim Chanel, we do have a party series called Trapping for the 99 2000 hey. And we had the legendary Just Blaze um, come to our party and DJ. That was really fun. Yes. Really fire. Um, another win I would say is I can't talk about it yet, but fingers crossed, God willing, I will be working um, or picking up a client that's a very prominent and well-known music company yes. for the fourth and first quarter. So I'm excited about that. Girl, go off. Hello. 
Um, and last but not least, we're going to jump on the M train. This is memes and things. We want to know what meme or GIF or video circulating on the internet has evoked some type of emotion out of you, be it laughter, sadness, whatever. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, so I have been laughing at. There's, I don't know if anybody watches Ed, Ed, and Eddie or yeah. used to. Oh, my <laughs> With Ralph? Yes. They photoshopped Ralph. They made him black. Then they oh. made him a girl. He Yo, got Ralph mad different hairstyles. <laughs> yes. I'm looking. I'm like, well, damn. I'm trying to figure out what to do with my hair next. I'm looking like, <laughs> okay. There was Ralph one where it was like eight. <laughs> yeah. And then they add in like, um, nah, I'm going to find this right now. Yeah. What's your favorite one? Where did it come from? <laughs> like, it came out of nowhere. It's so weird. Time, like, with the sponge. So about memes or whatever but that's gotta be my favorite i know a girl she posts a different one every day oh like, this is so inappropriate <laughs> that's so oh, do it do it do so it inappropriate but i'm gonna say it anyway so i don't know if y'all watch power but i don't i don't oh but i know there's probably mad God. people that do so yeah so the people probably gonna laugh at this so there's one right where they may rob he's black he mm-hmm. got on <laughs> he had on like a dress shirt and a crew neck sweater over it and a beard so i guess he's supposed to be ghost from power and it's like you know, well, y'all should have watched the finale by now. The it's like <laughs> ghost watching Terry clapping Tasha's cheeks in oh, the I parking garage. I fell out because it looked just like Ghost <laughs> look, watching her have sex with Terry on the car, and I was screaming like I can't. These memes, this is ridiculous. It's so funny. I'm I so foolish. It. it is cracking. There me was up. another one that I've been laughing at for like two days. Yes. Where um, <laughs> for context, <laughs> where yes. um, they were like, "So you mean to tell me that Noah took two bed bugs and two roaches on the ark?" I was screaming at that too because you know Noah's ark. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, he took two of every animal." Yeah. They're like, "So you mean to tell me he grabbed two bed bugs right. and two roaches?" I was like, "What is wrong with y'all?" Could the mosquitoes just drown? Right, right, you know? right. 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 Things you could do with that. I mean, he could have left the rats and the pigeons too, but that's another conversation Hello. for another day. Uh, yeah, I'm all always on Twitter. <laughs> I don't share all the stuff I laugh at mm-hmm. because I I'm very foolish. <laughs> so and I'm like I don't want to confuse people. So I'm just like whatever. But yeah, memes memes are probably one of the best things that's happened in this century. You're I absolutely agree. correct. I'm here for it. Um, all right. So we're gonna move on to the next section of the show. That's the end of our Side 8 episode. Tune in later this week to catch the B-side and the rest of the episode. Until then, stay dope, stay dose, and stay New York. It's the New York Dose, baby. I just want to see it. If we hit the ground, would you stick around? I think I finally believe it. Would you hold me down? I refuse to drown.